Hello there, my wonderful people. It's your host, Lou Gerlach from Think Chat, and I'm beyond excited for today's episode. We're going to d go deep into the heart of the PYP philosophy of exploring how learners visually represent their unit of inquiry journey. So buckle up for confession number 122, where we'll dig into the nitty gritty of shifting from showcasing finished products to emphasizing the process and giving every student a chance in the spotlight. This will be the final episode of our PYP Classroom Success Criteria series. And this episode, I wanna give a big thank you to Siba Shekhar, the PYP coordinator at GEMS Modern Academy Kochi in India for giving um, the inspiration for this episode. So we're going to start off talking about how do we shift our focus from process over product. Trevor McKenzie says, by displaying our learning to our school, we make a great impact toward changing our educational landscape. And this quote really has inspired my thinking about the unit of inquiry wall that is so highly coveted in most PYP classrooms. I remember focusing on a fourth grade unit um, of sharing the planet through the lens of ecosystems and our classroom walls and desks and work areas transformed into living records of exploration. Particularly, there were sketches and mind maps and snapshots of the process um, that literally adorned all the walls within uh, the classroom. The unit wall became a dynamic narrative showcasing that, you know, all of the collaborative teamwork and problem solving and critical thinking that unfolded throughout the unit. Students added reflections capturing a moment, you know, or moments of um their thinking and how it changed from their initial misunderstanding and how their thought process expanded over time. And it was truly wonderful to see the thinking come alive on the unit wall. But during that time and since, I've wondered if the thinking should leave a fixed wall space. Um, I found myself progressively towards the end of my being in the classroom the wall extended to different parts of my classroom and uh, and leaving just trails back on that unit wall. And one thing that I recently have um, come in contact with um, is thinking about how do we permeate the rest of the classroom to reflect authentic thinking across the curriculum and the unit. In short, you know, is this a possibility? Yes. And in Confession 116, I spoke in depth about the unit wall and how to create a dynamic display of learner work and thinking. But in a recent chat with my PYP mentor, someone who writes courses for the IB, okay, this is a, one smart cookie. She and I were talking and she dispelled a myth to me. She said, it is a myth that it is a requirement to have a unit wall. We need to have the elements of the PYP displayed within the classroom, but it doesn't need to be fixed on one wall. And when we remove these constraints of a fixed wall space, we're more open to 
show natural connections across the learning experiences. And I love this. And this allows the process of thinking to be made a lot easier because we walk away from constantly displaying works that show a finished product, something to consider my friends. So now let's think about another part of visually representing our, you know, uh, learning journey throughout the unit of inquiry. A big um, discussion point, and rightfully so, is about inclusivity. Does every voice matter in our room? And it's really made me think about where do I stand? Because inclusivity is not just a term that we post on a wall, right? It's a way of making international mindedness come to life into our classrooms. A big part of this process is for allowing learners to demonstrate agency of what is visually represented and how it looks and how does it represent their thinking and who they are. And it's allowing all learners to voice their opinions, making some choices about design and being allowed to take ownership of the redesign process. One of my favorite authors um, that I've discovered this past year, Zaretta Hammond. She states in her book, Culturally Responsive Teaching in the Brain, Promoting Authentic Engagement and Rigor Among Culturally and Linguistically Diverse Students. She says, think carefully about the visuals. What visual, sorry, let me back that up. Think carefully about what visuals are displayed on the walls. They send a non- verbal message about what and who is valued in the classroom. Unconsciously, we pick up clues about affirmation and validation from our surroundings. That's deep. Oof. And so it makes me think about the purpose of each display and has it been designed for our needs or our learners um, or is it a combination? Who's driving that process? And I remember a teacher once told me that she was designing her classroom to best fit her needs. And shouldn't it be the other way around? How are we curating um, virtual and visual and um, dynamic, flexible learning space, uh, spaces and displays that represent the learning journey of all of our learners and not just the gifted and talented ones, whatever that means. And to be honest, I've been guilty of this in my own practice. You know, we need to finish a unit and we filter through the pretty ones and put them up front and center in the middle. And then the less desirable go on the fringe or to the side. And what message does that send unconsciously to our learners of who is valued and who is not? Yikes. And none of us purposely, you know, allow this practice to happen. We're not mean. We're not purposely trying to do it. We're, we're unconsciously putting these ideas together. And so let's be more conscious. And thinking about that, how do we go beyond a unit, right? How does that learning go beyond a unit and spiral the learning? In Dive into Inquiry, Trevor McKenzie reminds us that public displays of learning are powerful tools in the classroom 
to further the connection between how student learning is meaningful and important to the world around them. And this quote resonates because this is our goal as educators to create meaningful connections for our learners. How are our visual displays representing the entire learning journey within the unit of inquiry and beyond? In 2014, I had the fortune of visiting Frankfurt International School, Wiesbaden, while going through my first Ivan development. And one thing I noticed was a classroom um, that had a beautiful display um, of the whole year journey. As units were finished, um, the teacher would take and capture the highlights of the unit on big pieces of um, paper, and then also have elements from uh, the unit there, such as the theme, central idea, key and related concepts. But the most powerful component were the reflections and the interactive tools that were used to help unpack the big ideas. And so that the teacher was then able to go back and say, oh, we're not, we're remember we talked about this and there's a display there. And so they had them up at the top of the classroom um, near the ceiling, which I really thought was clever. This display stayed with me for nearly a decade because the intention was a way to provide a means for learners to spiral back and to prior learning and connect to the present. And this is powerful but it shows the relationship of learning over time and allows learners to transfer what they knew from the past into their current learning situation. This is powerful. So thinking about all of this, as we're wrapping up this series, the walls of our classroom are representations of living stories within our students, within ourselves, about inquiry, about collaboration and growth. And embracing the PYP journey involves creating a space that is not only representative of these core values, but that are inclusive, diverse, and flexible. It's a continuous process of refinement adjustment. There's no one fixed product when we think about, oh, this is the ideal classroom, because that doesn't exist in this world. The In my mind, the perfect classroom is when it's meeting children's needs, and they feel happy, they feel secure, and they are feeling like this is a space where I can take risks I can fail, I can make mistakes, and I can get back up and do it all over again. That to me is magic. And thank you for sticking with me in this series due to all my wild breaks um, during my crazy schedule this year. I'm excited to go back to the beginning of my journey by podcasting more, making time and being more balanced. And also um, the next few uh, episodes, we're going to be doing an application series, um, looking back and applying in a new way. 
and I hope we're ready to join this um, transfer journey together. And I hope that this series has helped you in some way in creating a vibrant PYP classroom. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.